Ah, and we are live! Welcome back to Takes by Fans on a special prime time edition, folks. Sheesh! If you're not new here, folks, we go live every single day at noon Eastern during our regular sports show where we talk NFL, NBA every single day here. But today is the final day of Pro Bowl voting, so we're doing a little live extra show tonight. Uh, making all of our picks, talking through the selections, quarterback, running back, receivers, a little bit of line, the tight ends. You know we got to pick these tight ends, and I can't wait to get to that segment. We got to choose the top six tight ends in the league, folks, and we are kind of a little bit of an authority on the tight ends. Defenders as well. We've got two great defenses, walk of fame defense of the Cowboys, the provocateurs of the Patriots. We'll see if any of those defenders get into the Pro Bowl as well so that's what we've got going on also at when we're done making our selections of the Pro Bowl we will also spend a little bit of time on talking through tonight's Thursday Night Football Chiefs at Chargers gonna be a good one we'll make our official pick see if we can get any nice prop bets to go along with that and cash out tonight so Let's get into it here, folks. Last day of Pro Bowl voting. It's going to end tonight. We're really not sure what time. They don't say the time specifically. NFL just tweeted out seven minutes ago just saying last chance to Pro Bowl vote. Who are we going to send to Vegas? Well, we're going to get to that, but what is the exact time? I've been searching all over the place, but luckily we were able to get it at 7 o'clock and it's still open, so we can still make our selections absolutely fantastic. So let's start here with the offenses and start with the most coveted position in the NFL, folks, which is obviously the quarterback position. Now, man, oh, man, I just have recently looked at Tom Brady's overall stats for this year. And man, oh, man, we watch this man every single week. We talk this man every single week, breaking down the games and all that. But when I just look at these pure stats alone by themselves, let me get them up here. Uh, because what do we got here stats wise? NFL breaks it down with yards and touchdowns and interceptions. Really solid. That's really all we need to see. But we got to do definitely completion percentage. That's a big metric that we truly utilize all throughout the season to determine good performances, bad performances, our just overall ranking of these quarterbacks. So I want to get Tom Brady's completion percentage up, and we'll go through the completion percentage for most of these quarterbacks as well, choosing our top six. Folks, we get six votes here of who we want to see quarterback in the Pro Bowl. So top six quarterbacks, top six of every position. That's kind of what we're looking for here. But let's get up Tom Brady because I had this discussion with a friend earlier this week that really prompted me just to look at the overall year stats of Tom Brady. And folks, you know, when we do the show, when we talk sports and we just talk games and who's good and who's bad and all that, we don't really use the overarching year season totals. We like to do it on kind of a game by game basis. What's kind of trending up? What's trending down? Down. That's why we you know break down the stats every Monday and look at the film every Wednesday, seeing the complete full picture. Um, so I was having the discussion with my friend, you know, a little earlier this week of, hey, you know, who do you think is the MVP? And I just said Aaron Rodgers, not knowing the complete stats here, just kind of what we see, how Aaron Rodgers has been slinging around the ball this season, which always looks absolutely immaculate. 
and there's big discrepancies between Tom Brady's overall stats for this season and Aaron Rodgers' overall stats this season. Tom Brady's absolutely killing it this year, folks, and obviously, why, why is that a surprise to us? It's father time. He's actively beating father time out here. The biggest outlier in sports history, folks. Tom Brady still getting it done and still dominating, even though the man is 44 years old, and he is still, uh, the last time I checked this was two days ago, uh, we were going to bring it up on the show, and we didn't get time to it, but um, here we go, the MVP frontrunner as of this moment, folks, and actually it's been climbing these last couple of days here, the last thing I saw two days ago, uh, looking at these overall uh, these uh, these overall lines of who's going to win the MVP. Tom Brady was at minus 150, and now we see him at minus 175. So, man, oh, man, Tom Brady, the favorite tier to win the MVP voting. Uh, let's see if we can get back here. We're going a little um, not loading. Here we go. We're back. Hang on. Here we go. Here it is. All right. Tom Brady at minus 175, correct? Come on, let's load this here. And then the next highest, luckily I saw it before we reloaded it. Uh, the next highest is Aaron Rodgers at plus 500. So these stats here by Tom Brady, folks, this season, are y'all ready? Obviously the 10-3 and 3 record, fantastic. Uh, you know, better than what they were doing kind of last season. 68% uh, completion percentage, folks. Absolutely fantastic. We like anything between 62 to 65. That's what we call classify as good you can win with that completion percentage as a quarterback in this league but Tom Brady throwing 68.2 percent completion percentage uh, what is his highest he's ever thrown for? The highest he's ever thrown for is 68.9. So, you know, he's right up here. The best season ever that he had was 2007 when he went 16-0, and folks. Unfortunately, lost the Super Bowl. Truly unfortunate there. Uh, Dolphins are the only team undefeated, not Bucks, or not the Patriots with Tom Brady. Truly unfortunate there. Could you imagine if he had that accolade as well? Tom Brady, great, greatest quarterback of all time, greatest winner of all time, and the undefeated season, um, you know, kind of updated because they play more games than those 1972 Miami Dolphins did. So Tom Brady having one of the greatest seasons he's ever had. He's already had a 5,000-yard season. So, you know, we know with an extra game this season, 5,000-yard seasons aren't that impressive anymore because there's an extra game. But Tom Brady already, you know, cemented himself in 2011 with the 5,000-yard season. Uh, you know, so... You know, if he does throw for 5,000, you know, it's still good. We have to track a new number, uh, you know, kind of what's going to be the new 5,000-yard mark. And it's probably going to be like 5,250, 5,250 yards. You kind of get like 250 average passing yards a game. You, you know, do one more game for the season, so you add another 2,500 or 250. So, but, you know, we're, we're still gathering data on that, folks. It's, that's something that we're going to have to kind of determine the next couple of seasons here. Uh, but back to this season, man, 68% completion percentage, 4,134 yards so far, and the touchdown-to-interception ratio, absolutely immaculate, 36 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions. It's absolutely beautiful. So Tom Brady has just truly been running away with the MVP, the stats and all that, and obviously we do have to select Tom Brady as one of our six quarterbacks uh, for these Pro Bowl, man. He's just absolutely getting it done out here. 
And once again, I mean, the, the highest yards so far this season, 36 touchdowns. I think that's leading. We get Justin Herbert with 30. Matthew Stafford close behind with 33 touchdown passes. Josh Allen with 28. Aaron Rodgers with only 27. And he missed a game. Truly hard to give, you know, players the MVP when they have missed a game or two. You know, Kyler Murray definitely could have been in the discussion for MVP, but he missed, what, three, four games so far. So Kyler Murray is still great, but, you know, missing games, you know, time moves on. You know, Derrick Henry was the leading rusher for like the last, um, you know, for three games after he got injured. Just unfortunately, time is going to catch up. Everybody's going to catch up a little bit. All right, so we got Tom Brady selected here as a quarterback that we are definitely voting into the Pro Bowl. But now, who's another quarterback up here? We get Derek Carr, second highest yard so far this season. But he's just been a little spotty with us. And only 18 passing touchdowns on 3,900 yards? Tom Brady is doubling that number. You've got to do a little bit better. I don't know if we can vote Derek Carr into the Pro Bowl. We know he's very, very good. But those interceptions in these losses here at the worst time the unclutchability I don't know if we can vote for Derek Carr it's truly unfortunate we're not going to give him the vote here we'll see if we can come up with five others and uh you know we'll see if we have to come back to Derek Carr you never want to be the comeback guy all right we got five all right who do we throw in there I guess we come back to Derek Carr right Uh, let's hold off on that All right, then we get Matthew Stafford having a great career. Let's compare this year so far to what he's done in his uh, career because, you know, we know this is a new pressure-filled season for Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford has never known, has never faced being on a good team before. So he's never had to be consistently good the entirety of the season. But so far, we still got, what do we got, four weeks left, four games left here this season. And Dare, and uh, Matthew Stafford is kind of third highest yard so far in the NFL. So he's absolutely slinging the ball around. 33 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Let's get this um, completion percentage up. And then, like we said, compared to what he's done with the Lions to truly see Is he stepping up his level of play? Because he definitely needed to. Uh, You know, take that next step. Get it done on a good team. Now that you're kind kind of counted on winning and being competitive and looking good every single week, there's no free passes like with the Lions. Yeah, Matthew, Matthew Stafford played good, but the team was just trash. The Lions were absolutely trash. The ownership is trash. They're getting rid of their best players. They're making Megatron retire early. How unfortunate there. Uh, But, you know, Matthew Stafford's all good and well. But no longer here with the Rams. He must be great. He must be the reason why they are kind of single-handedly winning these games now. So here we go. Matthew Stafford this season, we got 67% completion percentage. Absolutely very, very good so far. Love it. His highest ever we got is 67%, and that was in 2015, 67.2, and he's at 67.3. So, like we said, this is his best season so far statistically, and there's still a couple more games where it could go down or it could shoot up. Maybe he can reach 69, 68%. But so far, best completion percentage he's thrown so far. He's got 3,800 yards, Uh, so we've got, let's do some quick math here. Uh, we got officially four more games, correct? Four more games left. Uh, we get this week's games, week 16, 
Week 17 and Week 18, so four more games. Let's let's kind of extrapolate a little bit here on Matthew Stafford. Matthew, Matthew Stafford has so far, heading into Week 15, folks, 3,898 yards. 3,898 3, yards, and he th is throwing currently how many yards a game we got here? Yards per game. Where is that? Yards per game is 299.8. Man, oh man, the man is slinging it around. So we get 299, 299. Let's add this. Um, let's do 299 times four. That's another 1,196 yards for these last four games. Add that to 3,898, and that is not the number. We did a miscalculation here. Let's do that again. Here we go. 299 times four. 1196 plus 3898 3898 here there we go this number is a real number i got 15000 passing yards the last time i calculated that and if you ever do that hey we'll give you the credit but you're, nobody's ever thrown 15000 yards in a season folks unless it turns into the nba where we're playing 82 games but we digress here we go his grand total if everything is just keep on the pace that it's been going these last four games matthew stafford's going to end with 5094 yards which will be his most he threw for 5,000 yards in 2011 also shout out to these quarterbacks throwing 5,000 yards folks in the 17 game era um 16 game era 17 week era um it's just absolutely fantastic you know those are coveted quarterbacks for the entirety of the NFL history now uh now that there's an extra game like we said the elusive kind of coveted 5,000 yard season uh loses a little muster little little muster not a lot of muster little muster but uh, Matthew Stafford, right on pace for his best season ever on a team that is Super Bowl contenders, where Matthew Stafford must be an active participant and kind of the participant, if you will, of why they are winning and progressing towards a really good high playoff seeding. I think we got to vote Matthew Stafford in, folks. Best season when it needed to be. How can we not get Matthew Stafford's getting a vote here, folks? Absolutely love it. All right, here we go. Next quarterback. And the, by the time we're going, folks, we only got like an hour here. We're only going to a kickoff here. So I don't know if we're, we're going to be able to get to every single uh, position here. And that's what we do here at Takes My Fans. We just go too long, folks, all the time. But let's keep going here, folks. So here we go. Next quarterback up, potentially getting our votes. Justin Herbert looking real gosh dang good this season. And man, oh man, Justin Herbert is the real deal, folks. Absolutely 100% the real deal. We'll be talking about Justin Herbert. Uh, obviously, well past Tom Brady retires and Matthew Stafford retires in kind of the the uh, the older generation, the 2000s generation. Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Big Ben, obviously, he's done this season. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, we already got rid of, um, um, well, we're trying to get rid of uh, Andy Dalton, trying to get him out. Uh, but uh, who are those other ones that uh, just retired? Drew Brees just retired. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, all them. Uh, so this kind of new wave, this new class, this new era, the new generation of quarterbacks here, it's in very good hands. And it's, you know, in part because of Jay Herb, folks. 3,800 yards. Sheesh, with four games left. The man's on that Matthew Stafford pace. 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, still slinging this ball around. Let's get uh, our man Herbert's uh, completion percentage up here. Let's see what this man is rocking with. Just truly getting it done here. He's playing tonight, folks. And can we bet on Justin Herbert tonight? I absolutely think we can. Let's quickly take a little bit of a side break here and uh, talk about this game a little bit here because I still want, if we can lock in this line here at plus three and a half here for the, 
Chargers will absolutely lock that in right now, and it went down. So by the time when we uh, you know broke down this matchup and talked about this game on the earlier show, our regular scheduled noon Eastern show, it was at Chargers plus three and a half, and we really should have gotten that value when we could. Always, you know, half a point hooks are always kind of the best way to go there. You lose a tad value, but you get that extra security. Nobody likes losing. So Chargers now only at plus three. Let's let it settle a little bit. We still have about an hour until kickoff, and I don't think I want to bet this until I get that half a point hook back. Hopefully it does come back. It could never come back, folks. That's betting. That's waiting for value, squeezing out the value. So still at Chargers plus three. We'll keep an eye on this for the rest of the hour here to see if we can get the better value. But back to Herb, folks. Back to Herb. What do we got completion percentage-wise so far this season? We get 67%, folks. And, I mean, these quarterbacks are slinging the ball around accurate as heck. And we obviously love it, folks. You know, if we don't have great quarterback playing in the NFL, it's going to diminish the product, product a little bit. And so far, like we said, this newer generation is truly getting it done. Absolutely love to see it. So Herbert, 67% completion percentage, 3,822 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. What does he got for rushing numbers? Obviously, we know he's not a dual-threat quarterback, but he can definitely utilize his legs. And didn't he have like a 70-90 yard rushing game that was exposing the defenses that didn't respect this man's athleticism at what, 6'6"? Six, six? Oh my God, 6'6", six, six, 237. Oh my gosh, folks. Man, oh man, truly a, a beefy man out here, folks. So, rushing yards for Justin Herbert. What do we got? What do we got? 268 so far. All right. So, a little, obviously, you know, not 1,000 like Lamar Jackson, not like 500 like Patrick Mahomes, anything like that. Real solid, just utilizing his legs when he needs to. So, I've got no problem with that. Two rushing touchdowns. Utilize that in the red zone. Absent mother love and lootly, folks. So, Herbert's truly getting it done here. Let's quickly see. Big games this season for Herbert. You know, second-year quarterback, still young and progressing, new head coach here, great receivers, great classic, great wide receivers, Keelan Allen and Mike Williams. I mean, they just get it done, folks. Two great wide receivers, one on the left, one on the right, not really gadget-filled. We'll just go and get it done. Another day at the office for these wide receivers out here. Uh, so what do we got here? Biggest game so far this season. Has Herbert stepped up? First game, uh, second game of the season against Dallas. Those two interceptions truly killed them. But it was early on in the season. Maybe we can brush it off a little bit. Because then he goes to Kansas City. The preview of tonight's matchup. And he threw 68% completion percentage, 281 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Now that's how you beat the Chiefs. Not turning over the ball. We'll see if he can do it again. And that's kind of why we want the three and a half. A little extra security there. Still waiting for that to uh, balloon up a little bit. Uh, then we get against the Raiders. That's not the best game. The Browns, they put up 47 points, four touchdowns, no picks, 398 yards. Uh, against the Ravens, they get absolutely smacked, and he had a poor performance, 56% completion percentage, 195 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Against the Patriots, 51% completion percentage, percentage, two interceptions, two touchdowns as well, but man, oh man, canceling each other out there. So not really getting it done in the biggest game so far this season. Then they go to beat, you know, Philadelphia. They lose against the Vikings. That's never a good look. 195 yards, 58% completion percentage. Then they face Pittsburgh, get the win. Denver, they lose. Lackluster, two interceptions, 63% completion percentage. A little bit lower than what he's been doing here the, the entire year so far. 
And then they beat the Bengals and the Giants. So I love Justin Herbert, but a little bit of the unclutchability, getting swallowed and kind of getting eaten a little bit by the better teams. I don't know if we can put Justin Herbert in our top six just quite yet. He'll have to be a kind of let's come back to him type of guy. But no disrespect to Justin Herbert. He's definitely getting there, and he's got plenty of time to get it done. So no disrespect here. I don't know if we can give him our vote. All right, next quarterback up here is Patty Mahomes facing Justin Herbert tonight, folks. Patrick Mahomes, 3,600 yards, 27 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. And those interceptions, folks, not really all on Patrick Mahomes. And also, we have to talk about Patrick Mahomes' rushing stats as well because, obviously, that's a big part of his game. Not like a true true dual-threat quarterback like a Lamar Jackson or a Kyler Murray where, you know, their legs are a huge part of their game. But Patrick Mahomes still makes it work, obviously. So 65% completion percentage here this season for Patrick Mahomes. Struggling with these wide receivers with their poor catches. Patrick Mahomes slinging the ball right on the money. And a lot of those interceptions, like we just said, coming from the bad catches by the receivers. Travis Kelsey bouncing off of his hands. Tyreek Hill bouncing off of his hands. And that's why... The interception numbers are a little bit high here for Patrick Mahomes, which usually are not this high. He only had 12 interceptions in 2018, and he's got 12 interceptions so far this season. And then the other three seasons where he didn't throw double-digit interceptions, one his rookie year, but he only started one game. 2019, only five interceptions for the entire year. 2026 interceptions for the entire year. Absolutely fantastic. So, so far this season, Patty Mahomes, he's got 270 rushing yards. So, basically, like, you know, Justin Herbert, uh, only two rushing touchdowns so far this season. A little interesting. And he does have seven fumbles. Not the greatest there. So, a lot of turnovers here by Patrick Mahomes. Uh, still has that spark. Can sp still light it up. No doubt. No question. That's what makes Patrick Mahomes so gosh dang great because, you know, you know he's just going to come back on and flip the switch and turn into absolutely magic time. Uh, so, Patty Mahomes, can we give it to him? The 65% completion percentage is kind of leaving a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't think it was – it's not low. We like – like we said, we like 62 to 65, but seeing 68 and 67, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we want to see. So, maybe we'll come back to Patrick Mahomes. So, so far, we've only got really two clear-cut choices for um, Pro Bowls at the quarterback, Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford so far. Jeez. And then we get to Kirk Cousins. And once again, folks, the anomaly. Kirk Cousins is the biggest anomaly in the NFL and really I would say in in the entirety of the sports, every single sport combined together, Kirk Cousins is the biggest anomaly out of everybody, having absolutely immaculate stats, immaculate stats, immaculate weapons all over the place. Great running game. Delvin Cook, and you have Alexander Madison, who is exploding onto the scene. We may vote for him in Pro Bowl. We'll get to that. Hopefully, we'll have time. Uh, but Kirk Cousins... Great stats, great weapons, Justin Jefferson, we get Adam Thielen, man oh man, what more do you want? And Kirk Cousins' stats are absolutely great, 66.9% completion percentage, 3,500 yards, 27 touchdowns, only 5 interceptions, that's getting it done, but he fumbles a little bit, and you know, those turnovers come at literally the worst times in the games, fourth quarter, game winning drives, game time drives, whatever it is, he does not get it done, and that goes the same with Dalvin Cook, so once again, that unclutchable 
responsibility factor of Kirk Cousins not translating into wins. What do we got their record is so far this season? Six and seven. Are we going to vote for a six and seven quarterback? I don't know. And I'm not putting it all on Kirk Cousins, but at the end of the day, and it's unfortunate, but that's just what it is. The bulk of the problems and the faults, they do have to fall on the quarterback because they're the one handling the ball the most. Quarterback, head coach, play callers, those are usually the three uh, biggest focal points in, you know, why you're winning and why you're losing. And that just comes with the territory, folks. That's why they love being quarterbacks. So you, you can't tell me that these quarterbacks don't love being the face of the team, the guy, the guy, the man, folks. You got it. So don't save me the tears that we can't vote Kirk Cousins as a pro bowler. Great stats overall, but can we get some mother loving winning, folks? What, their only playoff win was the uh, Minneapolis Miracle <laughs> that went big because the Saints absolutely beefed it. I mean, that's what we're working with. I don't know, man. I don't think we give him our Pro Bowl vote. We still are looking for four more. Let's see if we can get it quickly here. Josh Allen, next quarterback up. 3,500 yards, 28 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Once again, not beating the good teams. The unclutchability as well. The stalls in the red zone. Is that Pro Bowl worthy, folks? I don't know. I don't know. Let's get his uh, completion percentage up. Now, we know last year it was so inflated because it was disgustingly great at 69% completion percentage last year. And we see him falling way, way, way back to 65% completion percentage. And I just don't know if that's good enough. Well, we obviously know it's not good enough because they're losing against the good teams this season. The only good team they beat this season was the Kansas City Chiefs, and so did the Chargers. So what is that really telling us about the Chargers? Are we over buying into the Chargers a little bit? I don't think so, but it's a potential there. They lose against the Colts. They lose against the Patriots. They lose against the Bucks. Oh, and they even lost against the Steelers, folks. And we know the Steelers team is not that team. They're not the guy. So, I don't know, man. Josh Allen here as a pro bowler, I just don't know, folks. We'll have to be a comeback again to this guy. We'll see. Then we get Joe Burrow, 3,400 yards, 25 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Those interception numbers are way too high, Joey B. Um, you know, double-digit interceptions are truly not great. And even though we're in this kind of higher elevated passing era in the NFL, we still can't get willy-nilly with the picks, folks. And Joe Burrow, 14 interceptions. But this man does have 68% completion percentage, and that's what we absolutely love, folks, putting up the points, putting up the yards. We got a 41-point game against Baltimore, a 41-point game against the Steelers, 32 against the Raiders. Uh, what do we get? 34 against Detroit. Almost beat Green Bay. Oh, no. Oh, no. But Joe Burrow's really been impressive, folks, and absolutely slinging the ball around. Second year in, and I'm kind of loving what we're seeing out of Joe Burrow. Uh, you know, making Jamar Chase great. You know, we all know Jamar Chase's struggles in the preseason, folks. Now, we're not really sure if that was, you know, uh, planned. And if it was, shout out to Zach Taylor for having the greatest game plan with a rookie in NFL history of being like, hey, our wide receiver that we just chose can't catch. Oh, no. 
Oh no, we're oh no, our first round draft pick can't catch. Woe is us. Oh no, don't y'all feel bad for us? And then Joe Burrow slinging, 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 slinging 80, 70, 60 yards. Uh, Jamar Chase every single week. It's like, okay, y'all swindled us. We see y'all out here. But I'm just loving the competitive nature here by Joe Burrow. They're beating good teams. They're consistent here. Last two weeks, little disappointing. Losing against the Chargers straight up. Losing against the 49ers, even though they came back from behind. They only scored three on the overtime drive, which was still good. But then you give up the seven here. So... Man, oh man, I'm really liking what I'm getting from Joe Burrow, but if we vote Joe Burrow in, we are going to have to vote Justin Herbert in because Justin Herbert did get the upper leg on Joe Burrow a couple of weeks ago. So we're going to add Justin Herbert. We're going to go back and add Justin Herbert, and I think I want to add Joe Burrow, folks. I think I want to give this man my vote. I love what he's doing here, exploding onto the scene after that injury, second year in, second year with the head coach, rookie wide receiver that he's just – immaculate with folks I mean that's the connection that is the connection folks so get ready for another uh Tom Brady Randy Moss obviously not at that stature folks but you know the overall the overall picture of what that was Aaron Rodgers Devontae Adams a younger of that and I can't wait to watch this matchup for years to come so well done Joe Burrow folks we're giving him the vote here and now we only have two votes left see how quickly those votes get eaten up we were stingy giving out the votes and now they're all getting eat up here so let's see if we have any thoughts on these last two votes here so next quarterback up is Dak Prescott and we loved what he was doing early on in the season here but his connection with CD Lamb has just been a little question marks on us folks we're not loving it they are targeting each other a lot now that we love but the overall catch percentage with CD Lamb is a little lackluster we just see their chemistry not on 100% and that's something that we've been tracking these last couple of weeks CD Lamb had a better game last week but still overall it's like one good game but then I'm gonna I'm feeling like they're gonna kind of resort a little bit backwards so we're taking it week by week by Dak Prescott 3,300 yards so far 24 touchdowns 10 interceptions already a little bit too low of a touchdown to interception ratio let's get this man's completion percentage because that's really what's going to make a little bit of our final decision here on whether we get Dak Prescott in or not I really have to see a really high completion percentage but like we just said his misconnections with CeeDee Lamb regularly throughout the season I think that's going to be his downfall in our Pro Bowl vote here but Let's give him, uh, you know, the benefit of the doubt here. Let's get the numbers up here and let's start talking about him a little bit more. So here we go. Dak Prescott's completion percentage may save him here. 67.9%. I feel comfortable rounding that up to 68%. And that's exactly what we love. Let's quickly get the uh, completion percentage um, leaders here this season because I would say that's top five. Easily top five. Maybe even top three. I don't think anybody's slinging 70%. So uh, let's get 2021. Quarterback completion percentage. I just want to see who's the highest at the current moment. Here we go. Here we go. This seems updated. Yes. All right. Here we go. And let's get this percentage high to low here, please. <laughs> oh, my God. We do have quarterbacks. Oh, my God. We do have quarterbacks throwing 70%. Oh, my God. Well, and none of those quarterbacks that we've chosen so far are, <laughs> are in the Pro Bowl. So we may have to do some rearranging on our voting here. But Kyler Murray leading the league in completion percentage. Now, 
little asterisk here with Kyler Murray because he has missed a lot of games. So it's great number. It's a great number. Kyler Murray's playing fantastic, but unfortunately we kind of have to not weigh this 100% and it's heartbreaking because Kyler Murray's playing fantastic. Then we get Tua. Yes, sir. Tua's at 70% for all you Tua haters out there. And once again, if this is your first time tuning in, we've got videos on why you should be believing in and buying into and actively betting on Tua every single day. Every single day, just put a little money on Tua. You'll make your money, folks, okay? Little, oh, little change. It's like the change rounding up at the grocery store. You want to, you know, round up to, you know, $13 to bet on Tua this week? Yeah, yeah, I'll donate the 53 cents to round up the $13 and bet that on Tua. And then, you know, two days later, you're back shopping. You just spent some money. Hey, you want to round up, you know, 97 cents? You know, uh, you want to round up 97 cents? Almost a full dollar in betting on Tua this week. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, let's round it up two bucks. Can we do a dollar 97? Yeah, that works. Yeah, bet that on Tua. So, folks, we've got the videos, we've got the evidence, and we've got the film and uh, the film, the stats. The uh, the anecdotes from everybody just watching this man, listening to what this man is doing, how everybody talks about him. It's all lining up to really, really good besides the mainstream media. Womp, womp. But we don't give a damn about them, right, folks? Are we mainstream? Of course not. You've never, you've never heard of us. But two is absolutely fantastic, folks. So... But like the Kyler Murray case, missed a lot of games. The injuries, truly unfortunate, but he seems good. He's getting on track, folks, and he's looking amazing every single week. Unfortunately, we cannot vote Tua, and I would have. I, <laughs> you don't got to tell me twice to vote Tua into the Pro Bowl, folks. And I may have to, like, after, you know, we submit our votes and close the show, I might have to go back and you know, <laughs> swap out Tua. <laughs> swap out Tua for a quarterback. I get that bad in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> but Tua, very, very great out here. 70.9% completion. Should I just add them now so I don't have to do the trickery? <laughs> the, 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 the trickery to y'all? <laughs> uh, we won't do that, folks. Okay. Maybe. Maybe we'll make a second account and all six votes will be on Tua. But we digress on the Tua talk. He's fantastic. Uh, Mac Jones at 70% as well. Now that is interesting as heck. 13 games, 70% completion percentage. So we got to give it up to Mac Jones. We have to have to have to at least have a look at the man. No, and maybe get him in the Pro Bowl. I know he's a rookie and all that. And he's playing for the Patriots and all that. The system, the system, the system. We get it, folks. The system. But can't can't discount winning I don't give a damn system system equals wins get me into that system and why is not everybody copying that system and you've got the film you've got 20 years of games and press conferences and players you can replicate that system no but y'all can't so spare me with the system talk it's fantastic so Matt Jones 70% completion percentage what do we got here? Other numbers wise, uh, two thousand. He's only got two hundred, uh, two thousand eight hundred and sixty nine yards. Why does this one say a little bit different? This one says a little bit different. Uh, oh no no no. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I read the wrong one. So yeah, the two thousand eight hundred and sixty nine yards is a little bit of the knocker. Yeah, a little bit of dink and dunk, but not too much. He doesn't have the great wide receivers, and he's still a rookie, still learning, and still actively getting better. Uh, the completion percentage is great, but you don't have the yards, and I can't just take one stat and ignore the other. So Mac Jones, honorable mention. We'll definitely give him that honorable mention. And if we had. If we had like eight, if we had eight votes, I'd get Mac Jones in there. Maybe seven. He'd make me, you know, be the, the, the debated seventh. Uh, but overall, Mac Jones, big shout out there. And yeah, the Pro Bowl's 
probably not going to come this season. It may because a lot of people will probably vote for Mac Jones just because of the story and overall, and I wouldn't even knock that. Um, but we'll see how it goes, and it'll definitely be a Pro Bowl quarterback at some point in his career as long as you know, he stays healthy. Let's knock on wood on that. So we'll have to pass on the Mac Jones selection for the Pro Bowl. Alrighty, um, then we get to, um, so what were, what were we talking about? The overall completion percentage? I think that, that's what we, the tangent that we got on. Uh, Joe Burrow, 68% completion percentage, and that, that's who we were talking about, right? You know, the, the quarterback with like the biggest, highest completion percentage playing every single game. He's played 13 games so far. Um, so overall, definitely got to put Joe Burrow in there because of the 68% completion percentage. Absolutely fantastic. The highs, it's more than Brady at 68.2. Joe Burrow's at 68.8. Um, it's better than Aaron Rodgers at 67.3, better than Matthew Stafford at 67.3. So we're giving it to Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Those are going to be concrete selections, folks. I don't think we'll waver on it. Um, and then the Dak Prescott, that's who we were trying to get to. Dak Prescott, his completion percentage is 67.9, which is still solid. That's who we were trying to think of. That's what we got into. Uh, lost our kind of concentration a little bit. But uh, these are the quarterbacks with better completion percentage than Dak Prescott. We get Matt Ryan at 68%. That's absolutely wild. I can't even believe that number. I can't believe that's real. But only 17 touchdowns, so you know that's why it's not the greatest. Uh, we get Tom Brady, 68.2. That's two quarterbacks. Derek Carr at 68. Joe Burrow at 68. And then Mac Jones at 70 and then we can't really count Tua and Kyler Murray because of the lack of games that they have played so Dak Prescott right on the cusp here of getting it done uh let's quickly see what the Cowboys did last game what was Dak Prescott to CeeDee Lamb's completion like this is going to be the deciding factor if we get Dak Prescott in the Pro Bowl what did the hookup look like last week between him and CeeDee Lamb 10 targets 7 receptions we can live with 70% catch percentage that's real solid I think we'll vote for Dak Prescott for the great completion percentage now we've only got one quarterback left here vote and I think it may have to go to Aaron Rodgers folks 3,200 yards 27 touchdowns and only four interceptions folks I think that's the lowest by far we're going to rally off uh, rally off all these quarterback interception numbers. You ready, folks? Tom Brady, 10. Derek Carr, 10. Matthew, Matthew Stafford, 9. Justin Herbert, 11. Patrick Mahomes, 12. Kirk Cousins, 5. So right on that length, but we get the wins with Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Kirk Cousins, unfortunately, you're not making the Pro Bowl uh, if we have any say about it. Josh Allen, 11. Joe Burrow, 14. Dak Prescott, 10. We get Matt Ryan, 11. Ben Roethlisberger, 7. And this man is shoulders about to you know be thrown with the ball the next pass he throws we get Ryan Tannehill 13 Teddy Bridgewater 7 we get Carson Wentz at 5 Carson Wentz at 5 um only 200 less yards too and five more less touchdowns all righty Carson Wentz with the only five picks that's a little kind of overall surprising to me we'll give him some credit there uh just uh Jimmy Garoppolo eight interceptions we get Taylor Heineke 12 interceptions Lamar Jackson 13 interceptions Mac Jones only eight but only 16 touchdowns Jared Goff, eight interceptions, but he's trash. He's never getting a Pro Bowl for a Pro Bowl vote from me. Kyler Murray, nine interceptions. Trevor Lawrence, fourteen. Baker Mayfield, seven. Jalen Hurts, eight. Mac Jones, seven. Russell Wilson, four. So Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are on the same kind of throwing pace for interceptions. But once again, Aaron Rodgers gets it done with the wins and the yards. So we're all about that. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be our last. 
Pro Bowl vote here for the quarterbacks. Let's quickly check this completion percentage by Aaron Rodgers. Can't have anything really bad. That would, you know, hurt it. Um, so here we go. What else? Uh, what do we got here? Completion percentage here by Aaron Rodgers, and it's at 67. Absolutely. We love that. Absolutely. Uh, yardage totals are a little bit low, I think. Let's quickly extrapolate for the rest of the season here. Uh, you know, a little bit light here. Only 3,200 yards so far this season with Aaron Rodgers, and he's averaging 268 yards a game. So let's do 268 times the four games here for the rest of the year, and another 1,072 yards added on to the 3,219 plus 3,219, and we get a grand total. If everything stays the same this season, Aaron Rodgers slinging the ball for 4,291 yards. And that's just, um, I guess it's a little bit of, uh, I, I always forget, folks. It's just Aaron Rodgers, you know, never throwing for 5,000 yards. And y'all want to claim him the GOAT. I just can't see that because of really that. He cares way too much about not throwing interceptions and yards. It results in the win. So I guess we can't knock it too much. And that's really what Aaron Rodgers has here. But still only 4,200 yards. It's a little light, folks, for one of the greatest throwers of the football in NFL history. The most yards that he ever threw for in a season was what 4600 which is good that's really good but it's still a little bit light compared to Drew Brees throwing you know four or five times 5,000 yards Tom Brady doing it you know and Aaron Rodgers will never be able to do that be uh you know in a 16 game season here so you know uh, we're going to give it to Aaron Rodgers here, folks, because of the the lack of interceptions. But just remember, folks, don't get too caught up here uh, because the yards are still a little lackluster. Um, grand picture, big picture. So we'll give Aaron Rodgers our last vote here. And let's just kind of quickly say all the other quarterbacks that are on this list just to make sure we're not missing any or we have to kind of go in debate. So here we go. We get Matt Ryan. We're not selecting. No way. Ben Roethlisberger, absolutely not. Ryan Tannehill, absolutely not. The man. I can't play without Derrick Henry. Teddy Bridgewater, solid. He's getting, he's looking good here. He's getting better and better as the season progresses here, like he was with the Panthers before they cut him off here. Teddy Bridgewater next year. Hopefully they keep him and he he gets better and keeps getting better and keeps experimenting with the deep ball a little bit more. And now we're talking about a really good quarterback here. But he's just never had season after season after season to keep growing and getting better and fitting into the same system. But I like what we've get we've gotten so far by the man. Obviously not a Pro Bowler. Carson Wentz, no thank you. The running game is all we need to see. We advocate actively for Carson Wentz to not have the ball in his hands. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. We're big fans of Jimmy Garoppolo. We're big believers in him. I know y'all really aren't that much, but not Pro Bowl worthy. Taylor Heineke, come on, not Pro Bowl worthy. Lamar Jackson, the injury, uh, 13 interceptions, real solid. Uh, Mac Jones, like we said, definitely could make the argument. You can make the argument for Mac Jones, folks. You honestly could. Um, unfortunately, we just couldn't. Uh, enough here. Uh, we get Jared Goff. No, thank you, Kyler Murray. We would, but those injuries, we can't excuse three games, folks. Missing three, four games, that's unfortunate. That's all it takes. Trevor Lawrence, maybe if Urban Meyer, <laughs> that whole situation. Uh, Baker Mayfield, no. Jalen Hurts, trending upwards, getting better every single week, maybe in a couple years. Maybe even in one year. Daniel Jones, no. Russell Wilson, no. Tua, yes, almost, but he only played nine games. If he played ten games, I would have given it to him, folks. I would have squeezed him in there. Um, so, yeah, there's really no other quarterbacks. The only quarterback I feel a little bit a, a tad on is just Patrick Mahomes, and that's just because, you know, 
it's Patrick Mahomes, and he's fantastic, and, you know, they'll probably get to the Super Bowl, could, and have gotten to the last two. So I think I'm leaving Patty Mahomes out here, folks. I think I'm giving it to Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, and Aaron Rodgers. And I know the no Patrick Mahomes, folks, but that's how we see it. That's how we're calling it, and we are locking in the selections. Oh, yeah, let's submit this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me sit, submit these selections here. Yes, sir. Let me vote again, too. Let's vote again, shall we? Um, so now let's go to the running backs. We'll do running backs and tight ends. That's that's all we're going to have time for, folks. I thought we were going to get to every single position. Uh, silly us. Uh, so here we go. Running backs, folks. And there's only one running back I need to see on this list, and that's Derrick Henry. We're going to spend all six votes on Derrick Henry. I do not care, folks. Do you think I care? I don't. And if we can't vote on Derrick Henry, then I'm flipping the tape. And I'm taking back my quarterback votes and I will not be a part of this garbage sham of a voting system that is NFL Pro Bowl voting. We will... We're done. We're done. So let's see. Can we still vote on Derrick Henry? That's all I care about. I just want to vote on the man. Don't take this man out of the voting. He still deserves to get the vote. Whether he can play or not, that is besides the point. I need to vote on Derrick Henry. And we can't. Oh my goodness. The biggest disrespect we've seen so far this season and we've seen a lot of disrespect not being able to vote in Derrick Henry. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. He's the only one that deserves it. I don't give a damn about Jonathan Taylor. He's only good because Derrick Henry's not here. If Derrick Henry was here, Jonathan Taylor would still be in his ginormous, gimagundous shadow that Derrick Henry has on him. So... Jeez Louise, man. Can't can't vote on Derrick Henry? Can't vote on the king? Come on. Come on. So is there even is there even other six running backs in this league besides Derrick Henry? I don't even know. So obviously we gotta go with Jonathan Taylor. The man is fantastic. Absolutely great. Thirteen hundred yards so far. Sixteen rushing touchdowns. Gets it done there for the Colts. We get Joe Mixon, and I think we got to go with Joe Mixon. We just included this man in our A1 Tier 1 running back category, which is obviously the best running backs in the league currently. And those running backs that we had going into the season were really only Derrick Henry. Jonathan Taylor obviously is here, and I believe Joe Mixon is here as well in that greatest of the cream of the crop of the running backs. So well done to Joe Mixon. We are going to vote for him for a Pro, Pro Bowl spot. Then we get Delvin Cook in 978 yards with those three fumbles, and it really just seems more. Like, you should, you tell me three fumbles, but I'm like, I, I, I think I could count like five, and they all come in really game-altering situations right there. And I don't know if the facts back that up or if it's just what I've been seeing and what we've been breaking down optically-wise. I just don't know if I can get behind Delvin Cook 100% here. Once again, with the Kirk Cousins things. Yes, the yards are great, but that anomaly factor of just losing and losing and losing and never winning the crucial games. I don't know if we can honor a Pro Bowl vote to that. that. Does that scream Pro Bowl to y'all a loser? Maybe Urban Meyer was on to something. Y'all are some mother-loving losers. <laughs> y'all are just losers out here. I'm not voting in losers. Uh, what are you nuts? <laughs> so, maybe we're the Urban Meyer of sports commentary. Maybe. I hope not calling people losers out here, but you know, we still give people their praise. Urban Meyer never gave anybody his praise. That was his problem. Jeez. 
But I think, you know, Delvin Cook's going to have to be a come come back to guy. I'm not going to give him the vote right off the rip. All right, then we get Nick Chubb, and he's been absolutely fantastic. He has missed a couple of games. How many games has this man missed? And is that a big factor for running backs? Should we still apply that same logic that we did to the quarterbacks, to the running backs for missing a couple of games? Is that fair to do? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I think it would be not the fairest if we did that. Uh, but here we go. Uh, how many games has he played so far? He's only started in 10 games of, what do we got, 13, heading into week 15, 14, bye. So, yeah, uh, missed three games so far this season, and that's real tough. And I get it, the running backs, you know, that's a big position where you just get beat up and beat up and beat up and beat up. <clears throat> What do we got carries per game by this man so far this season? The most he ran for a game is only 22. Man, oh man, Kevin Spansky, get those numbers up. We got, we were getting 30 plus with Derrick Henry. We've gotten 30 plus with uh, Jonathan Taylor a couple of times. Has uh, Joe Mixon, how many times has Joe Mixon ran most times in a game? Let's get that up quickly. I think I want to base some of that, uh, some of our Pro Bowl votes on workhorse running backs getting the ball 25 to 30 plus times a game. So let's quickly see here. Uh, Joe Mixon, game one, right off the rip, 29. Then, you know, 20, 18, 16, 10, 18, 12, 14, 13. But then 30, 28 in that back-to-back -back stretch, week 11 and 12. And then back down to 19 and 18 these last two weeks, resulting into losses. Thir 28 times rushing with Joe Mixon, you get the win. 30 times rushing with Joe Mixon, you get the win. 20 times, 29 times rushing with Joe Mixon, you get the win. So uh, what are we doing there, Zach Taylor? Why are you not running the ball more? For that alone, I'm giving Joe Mixon our vote. Yes, sir. Fantastic. Joe Mixon's getting the vote here, folks. When you run... Oh, we already did. <laughs> of course, that's why we did it. Uh, but Nick Chubb, missing some games, not running for, you know, 30 times a game. I don't know, man. He's great, but the three mixed games. Let's uh, take away his vote for a second here. Let's go to Najee Harris, uh, fourth... Fifth leading rusher here so far this season, 873 yards. I still think Derrick Henry has more than him. Uh, Najee Harris, career... Stats, let's get that, get that up quickly. Just want to see, has he missed any games? I don't know if Najee Harris has missed a game so far this season. Has 13 games played. Rookie year looking really, really good. Now, rushing totals. What do we got? What is he rushing for so far this season? And the most time he ran so far in a game was 26. Once again, what are we doing? Why are we trusting Big Ben's arm when you got Najee Harris? He's only rushed for 20-plus times a game this season. One, two, three, four, five, six six, seven times, so half the season he's rushing for only 20 or more and he only ran for 26 once and no coincidence, they got the win, they get the win when you run the dude Oh, uh, they also he also ran 26 times against the Lions and they tie the game so once again, not losing with running with Najee Harris also solid here in the receiving game another 8 Another 397 yards receiving. So, nice little dual threat out there. All right, we get Antonio Gibson, 836 rushing yards. Let's quickly see what he's been doing. Uh, Carries-wise, a game so far here. What do we got game-wise here? What do we got carries-wise? Most carries in a game, 29, and they win by 17. Do you all not get it now, folks, why we are preaching the rushing game with the Colts and stop throwing the ball? What is happening when teams are rushing for 29, 29 times a game with just that their one, one lone best running back? They're winning these games.
games, folks. Run the damn ball. Can y'all just start running the dang ball out here, folks? Um, I think we're going to have to do a Pro Bowl vote here for Leonard Fournette, folks. He's absolutely been getting it done, receiving rushing game, only 778 yards, but his production is getting there week by week these last couple four weeks here, these last four games. I'm going to give it to Leonard Fournette out here, folks. Um, we get Eli Mitchell, real solid. Damian Harris, real solid. Uh, can we vote on our man Ramondre Stevenson? I know, obviously, that's not the biggest name out there, but that man gets it done. Oh, oh, no. We also have to do Alexander Madison. Now, I'm giving him the vote regardless, folks. I don't give a damn what y'all say. I'm giving Alex Ma Alexander Madison the vote here if we can. We better be able to vote on Alexander Madison because if I can't vote on, vote on Alexander Madison and Derrick Henry, I'm truly done with this segment here, folks. I'm not going to play these clownish games. Games. Give me the man, Alexander Madison, and I'm not seeing him on this list. Are y'all crazy? I take Alexander Madison over Delvin Cook any day of the week. Do y'all understand me? Come at me. I don't give a damn about y'all, folks. Y'all don't scare me, all right? Uh, maybe a little bit. I see y'all on Twitter. A little ruthless sometimes. But overall, Alexander Madison not being a name out here? Come on, now we're getting disrespectful. I guess I get the no Ramondre Stevenson bid, but the no Alexander Madison, folks. Do y'all have to get reminded what this man has been doing? Because it is absolutely magnificent, and I'm all here for it, folks. I don't think I'm going to vote on these Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl running backs, folks. I'm not going to give this my vote. No Derrick Henry, no Alexander Madison. That is where I draw the line. So Alexander Madison, when he needed to start, no Delvin Cook, week three, folks. Alexander Madison steps up, 26 rushes for 112 yards, and they get the win. Second game against Detroit, week five, no Delvin Cook. He has to step in. Alexander Madison, 25 rushes, gets the start, gets the win, 113 yards rushing. And then... Week 13, facing the Lions, no Delvin Cook. So Alexander Madison gets to start, 20 ru 22 rushes for 90 yards. Yes, they lose, but the Vikings are trash. We know this. It has nothing to do with Alexander Madison. This man is absolutely magnificent, folks. Absolutely magnificent. And honestly, I don't understand why he's not on here. How many yards does he have? How many yards is this man? Only 116? Okay, okay. But those three games, hang on, what? For 130, I was about to say 116 yards. He's rushed for that in a game alone. What are y'all talking about? I read the wrong number. 432 yards. The low, we've got Tevin Coleman at 213 eligible to get some votes out here. Am I just not seeing the name here, folks? Alexander Madison not in the list. I've, I've got to put the foot down. I've got to put the foot down. I will not vote here, folks. I'm taking all my votes away. We'll still keep the quarterback votes here, but I'm not voting for these running backs. I'm sorry to Leonard Fournette. I'm sorry to Joe Mixon. I'm sorry to Jonathan Taylor. You'll have to earn your Pro Bowl spot without our vote, and we truly apologize for that. I will not stand here. And look at all these other running backs on this list and say that they are all better than Alexander Madison. I refuse to do that. I absolutely refuse to do that. They got Kareem Hunt. They got Kareem Hunt out here. I can't believe it. Man. So, we're done voting on running backs. If we had to do it ourselves, if we could vote for the Pro Bowl ourselves, whoever we wanted, without the selection given to us, I give it to Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, uh, still Leonard Fournette. We get Derrick Henry, obviously. 
Ramondre Stevenson, and uh, Alexander Madison. That is our six. Congratulations to those. You can come over here to Rochester, New York. It's not the Pro Bowl. It's not. Is it still in Honolulu, Hawaii, wherever they're playing, or it's in Orlando now, right? Um, you can come up to Rochester, New York, and we will, you know, celebrate our own our own Pro Bowl here. Alrighty, so running backs are gonna get no votes from how uh, for no votes from us. How truly unfortunate. Now let's go to the tight ends here. This will be the last one that uh, we do for the show here. Let's get it on to these tight ends and the. Uh, it's just not loading, folks. This is not the greatest. Can we get this back quickly? We're running out of time. Game is kicking off in 20 minutes, folks, and we still have to talk about these tight ends. Uh, let's quickly see. Oh, it's back up. Oh, it's back up. Chargers is at now plus three and a half. That's what we've been waiting for. See, we just gotta wait it out and we get it, folks. Chargers plus three and a half. We are locking in this value now, folks. I don't think I can do it here. Um. So so I'm going to have to go to my second screen right here and lock in this value right now. I'm taking that half a point hook. Y'all can't stop me, and y'all couldn't stop me before. So here we go. Chargers plus three and a half. Got it on my second screen. Locking in that value, folks. Woof. Ready to make some money tonight. Give me that half a point hook. See, we just waited it out. All y'all have to do is just wait it out. Chargers plus three and a half. And bango, bango. It is locked in, folks. Love it. Love it. Alrighty, can we get back to the Pro Bowl voting? This does not seem to be loading either. May have to go to second screen for this one as we talk about it. Uh, let's quickly get this up on the second screen. That's still not loading. No worries. And we'll talk through it here um, as we scroll on our second screen. So here we go. Pro Bowl voting for the tight ends. Our last one that we can do. Here we go. Tight ends, and so far, and I know we've been slacking, folks. We just have not had time in the show to talk about these tight end rankings. We've been grading where we were trying to grade these tight ends on a weekly basis here, and I think we got up to week nine. We kind of had a, uh, I think that was an honorable one. We really, oh, no, yeah, week seven, week nine. Yeah, week nine was really where we had to stop it. Uh, you know, show was getting really busy and uh, was just running out of time, and this, unfortunately, had to kind of be cut a little bit, and it's it's one of the thing I regret the most in my entire life. Um, we should have been keeping this up every single week, but we got uh, you know get, got a little caught up in the show overall here. So let's quickly see what we did kind of the first nine weeks grading these quarterbacks, and we're going to use this a little hefty going on for our selections here of the tight ends. So, uh, what do we've got here? We had Rob. Gr well, we got all these tight ends. Who's got the most grades so far? We've got. Tight ends with four grades. Now, we took it on a week-by-week -week basis, seeing how much of an impact they had on their team's basically winning performance or close performance. If you got blown out in the game, we really didn't judge you for that week. So, all these grades on a letter scale reflect kind of how they ranked and compared to their counterparts during the same week, if you can follow that. I think I explained that well. But 
if y'all don't understand it, then I obviously didn't. But we digress. Back to it. So, the tight ends with like four grades that we gave him grades four weeks on. We had Travis Kelsey. He got an A-plus week one, an A-plus week two, a B-minus week three, and an A-minus week six. So, got out to a very hot start. Little lackluster, but overall, he's the main man. He's second leading receiving yards for the tight end at 875. We are going to give Travis Kelsey a Pro Bowl vote. Who else has four grades? We had Kyle Pitts with four grades. A C in week two, a B minus in week three, an A in week five, and an A plus in week seven. That counted twice because that was tight end week, and he got two A pluses. So Kyle Pitts does have like five grades here, folks. Uh, 777 yards. Unfortunately, that kind of winning factor hasn't really been there with the Falcons, but that's really not on Kyle Pitts there. You know, he's trying his damnedest. So I think we're going to give Kyle Pitts the vote here. We'll see if we have to take it away from him. I don't think we are going to have to. All right, who else has mad votes here? I think we got to shout out Pat Fryermuth, the rookie tight end here. Four grades so far this season. A C plus week three, a B minus week six, an A week eight, and an A plus on week nine. Absolutely fantastic. I think we've got it back here. Can we refresh this page? No. All right, so we're still doing it on the second screen. No worries. So, can we bet on Pat Fryermuth, please? Uh, you, you wouldn't let us choose all the running backs that we wanted. Can we at least do our man, Pat Fryermuth, please? We're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And there he is. Bingo, bingo. 385 yards so far this season. Seven touchdowns. I'm giving Pat Fryermuth the vote, folks. We got three votes remaining. Who else has big grades so far this season we have mark andrews we can't forget about mark andrews and mark andrews i believe has the highest grade given all season long in a plus 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 on week five coming back from behind with lamar jackson and the ravens obviously and getting it done so obviously we got to give it to mark andrews because he had the greatest individual tight end performance so far this season mark andrews fantastic we've got two more votes remaining we had mike kosicki He's been getting it done in the beginning of the season. Has really kind of been not great these last kind of five weeks when the Dolphins have been streaking. So I think Mike Kosicki is unfortunately going to have to be like to come back to him type of guy. All right, uh, another tight end here I think we're going to give it up for is Dalton Schultz. Four grades so far this season. A minus week three, A minus week four, B minus week five, and A minus week six. Dalton Schultz has been fantastic for this Dallas Cowboys team, getting Dak Prescott into the rhythm, being that great safety blanket. The Cowboys got great receivers, so you kind of you know forget about Dalton Schultz a little bit. Let him get it done, and he gets it done. Four touchdowns so far this season 584 yards Dalton Schultz we're giving him a vote and we've only got one more vote left folks who does it go to folks who do we got here to vote on it could go to George Kittle it could go to Darren Waller Darren Waller not the greatest here. He really, it's unfortunate, no fault of his own. He's really had to kind of take another step here to make up for the lackluster offense for the Raiders these last kind of four or five games here. And Darren Waller just has not been able to do that. So I think we're going to have to stay away from Darren Waller. Unfortunate. Mike Kosicki, like we said, a little kind of a drop-off here these last couple of weeks. We get Dallas Goddard, uh, who's really coming into his own here. Now that, he, now that he's kind of the number one tight end with no more Zach Ertz for the Eagles. 
Uh, we get TJ Hawkinson, and that would be a good selection as well, but the lines are trash, and once again, i got to see winning with the stats. I can't just see stats with no winnings, and it's unfortunate that the tight ends, you know, they don't, they can't really change that much in a game because they're rarely doing anything productive on the field besides blocking, and that's still productive, folks. We're not taking that away from tight ends, and it's still an integral part of tight ends and all that. We get it, folks. Stop the lecture. We get it. We understand it. Um, Zach Ertz, you know, with the Cardinals now getting it done, fantastic. Rob Gronkowski missed a couple of games. Can't really give it to him. Tyler Conklin, once again, that Vikings curse. Dawson Knox, he gets it done in the red zone, but that's really it. They don't target him that much. Noah Fant, Cole Komet, Jared Cook, CJ Uzama. Ooh, maybe on CJ Uzama. How many uh, grades have we gotten CJ Uzama so far? We've gotten him three grades, and every time he gets a grade, it's an A++, folks. A++ week four, A++ week seven, which counted for two grades because that was tight end day, so we counted it twice. So I think I might give it to CJ Uzama, folks. I know George Kittle's a great big option here, but... Uh, he's great, folks. Obviously, we know George Kittle great. George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, those are kind of the OGs. They started tight end university. I know it's disrespectful leaving George Kittle out here, but I think I'm going to give the nod to CJ Uzama. Hunter Henry's a solid option as well. Ooh, Hunter Henry, folks. Hunter Henry or CJ Uzama. I think I got to go to Hunter Henry. I got to take CJ Uzama's vote away from him, and I hate doing that. I apologize so much. I shouldn't have even said you got the vote. I'm sorry. Uh, but Hunter Henry, seven touchdowns so far. Um, same thing with Pat Fryermuth. And is that the most so far? Who's Dawson Knox has eight, but they only utilize him in the red zone. I guess Hunter Henry as well, I guess, if I'm making that argument. Um, yeah, Mark Andrews with six. I think I'm going to give it to our man, Hunter Henry. He's truly getting it done in the red zone for this Patriots team. He's being that great, reliable blanket for Mac Jones so he can progress. And now this Patriots team is back to, you know, their glory of their kingdom, of their dynasty, of their generational. They, they, they're the generational wealth of the NFL. How insane is that? Um, so I think that's going to be our six folks. We are officially locking in Hunter Henry. So our six tight ends that we are going to vote on here. Can we get the screen up here now so we can officially lock in our votes? Here we go. All right. Perfect. Let's transfer these tight ends selections and lock in these votes. So congratulations to Mark Andrews. Congratulations to Travis Kelsey. Congratulations to Dalton Schultz. Congratulations to... Hunter Henry and Pat Fryermuth, and we still got one more. Who was the one that I missed? Who did I miss here? Kyle Pitts. Okay, maybe should we fine-tune Kyle Pitts a little bit? Should we not give it to Kyle Pitts? And it's no disrespect to Kyle Pitts. Um, the Falcons haven't really been utilizing him as well as they probably should. He definitely should maybe play a little bit more wide receiver in, uh, ever since Calvin Ridley stopped playing. Um, and only one touchdown for Kyle Pitts. So I think I'm actually going to take Kyle Pitts' vote away. And now it's either going to go to George Kittle or CJ Uzama. Five touchdowns for Uzama, six touchdowns for George Kittle. I think I'm going to give it to George Kittle instead of Kyle Pitts. So a little bit of a mix-up right here. So the final time here for our tight ends, giving it to Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Dalton Schultz, Pat Fryermuth, and Hunter Henry. Those are officially our six tight ends. Let's review our selection and submit those votes, baby. Get those votes in. Yes, sir. All righty. Um, quickly, I, I, uh, can we do defenses? Can we do um, 
corners? Can we do uh, linebackers? Should we do linebackers, corners? Just really quickly, I want to run through this. I got to pay some tribute to this Walk of Fame defense. So I guess we'll do uh, linebackers. We have to vote for Micah Parsons. And is that all we really <laughs> is that all we really care about? Um, Bobby Wagner, let's get him up here. Uh, Denzel Perry, man. He's got 78 solo tackles. That's the best. I guess we'll shout him out. Um, anybody else that we really have to shout out here? Just really, I want to do um, <laughs> just basically Micah Parsons. That's really it, folks. Um, so we'll lock in those votes quickly. Only doing three linebackers, and we will do corners. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, we will shout him out on our tight on our um, Walk of Fame defense. And this will be the last one. We are doing Trayvon Diggs. Oh, and he's the number one up here, so fantastic. Uh, obviously, got to give it to Xavier Howard. Justin Jackson's been killing it as well, locking it down for the Patriots. Um, Darius Slay for the Eagles. We're going to give him the vote. Stephon Gilmore, I don't really know if he deserves the vote big time. Hasn't really been playing that many games, obviously, unfortunate. Um, Jordan Lewis, more of the Walk of Fame defense. Yes, sir. Can never have too many Walk of Fame defenses here. And uh, who's going to be the last one? Who's going to get this last cornerback vote? Is going to be Rasul Douglas. Do we give it to that man? One forced fumble, three picks. Locking it down, or do we give it to A. Brown? I think we give it to Brown, another Walk of Fame defense, folks. Unapologetically sorry. Three Cowboy cornerbacks in the Pro Bowl. You better believe it, folks. All righty, that seems to do it for us. Uh, last second potential prop bets. We've already locked in the Chargers plus three and a half. That's what we're talking about here. And uh, now let's quickly do points by team in the first half, and then we are out of here. Any great value here? We've been killing it all season long. We always love this prop bet. Very one of our favorite ones to cash in. One of our easier ones to spot. Great value, not great value. So here we go. Chargers in the first half over 13 and a half points. That is our, or no, Chargers over 12 and a half points in the first half. Chiefs over 13 and a half points in the first half and I'm gonna go the Chargers here we're doubling down on the Chargers tonight folks we are taking Chargers over 12 and a half points in the first half here we believe this Chargers offense can get it done now we know this Chiefs defense is very very good this is a good defense folks this is not the trash clown defense that everybody was making fun of uh five weeks ago four or five weeks ago but I think this Chargers team can get out to a hot start. They're at home, prime time, all of that. Brandon Staley loves to go for it on fourth down, loves being aggressive. So two tugs, no problem. Chargers over 12.5 points in the first half. We absolutely love it. So those are our two picks that we're endorsing tonight, folks. Go make a little bit of money. Chargers plus 3.5, get that great value. And Chargers over 12.5 points in the first half. Alrighty, folks, we are going to get out of here. We are about 5, 10 minutes away from kickoff, so perfect time to stop here. Um, we'll see who makes the Pro Bowl. Yeah, we'll see if our voting has changed. And once again, I apologize to the running backs. I just won't stand for it, and I will not be a part of it. I have standards, I have morals, and I live by them all. I'm not, I'm not voting on those running backs. No, thank you. Alrighty, folks, we're out of here. We're seeing you tomorrow as well. We got the bonus show tonight, but yeah, we're still back tomorrow, folks. We got to make our official picks. We got to break down the game that we're all about to watch tonight. And we got to, you know, cash in those tickets. You all know what we mean. Alrighty, folks, we're back live tomorrow. Neen Eastern making our official picks, doing it all over again, folks. Hope to see you there. Uh, enjoy the night. Enjoy the game. Chargers fans, can we get a little rowdy here? Bolt up. Should we all bolt up? Bolt up, folks.